What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Somebody to say something. I'm like, I guess I'll be I'm the like, first one. Hi, everyone. I'm like, was I the only one dancing over here? I guess it's, I was kind of dancing too, not gonna lie. Okay. So, you guys, uh, welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo Roundtable. Um, thank you for joining us. We have Kim's side money plans with us. We have uh, Cheyenne below us, and right next to Cheyenne, we of course have Dash Theory, John. And uh, we're glad you're here tonight. Hannibal won't be here tonight. This is going to be a little weird for a little bit because now we're all streaming this. But in this is all in the hopes, guys, that all of you who have been like our biggest fans for like almost two years now, the hope now is that like we've grown this from like 20, 40 people that would watch at 50 to like three, 400 a week on my channel. The hope is that by streaming to all our channels, that we're going to get it up to 12, 1300 total. Cause in all reality, every video this wouldn't work with or every live stream. But with this one, I think we've all become part of the team. And I think we should all, cause the, the more eyes that get on this, the better. Cause I mean, it's sometimes we have fun and that's good for everybody too. But sometimes we talk about some real things you should know. And uh, at least to the best of our advice, we cannot tell you in your market, what will always work or whatnot, but we can give you even by what we see and what's happening to us ideas when you get on new platforms if you start seeing what we've talked about like if i say instacart sucks and you try it and you have a good experience with it i know but if i did and i said instacart really sucks now that they've gone down to four dollars in order um but in my market it does and yet like random ryan he's in austin um they they in Austin, he does great. That's pretty much the only app he uses. So there will be differences. But if you get onto the app, if you try it out, and you are like, Steve was right, it sucks. I, I At least you'll know the mo- what to look for, you know? Yeah. I guess West what I'm Coast saying here. is I'm not trying to t- tell you don't try an app. No, Nor is John, nor is Kim, nor is Shiana. I mean, we don't know in your market. Shipped <laughs> might be good. And shipped was great here, but shipped is crap now. I think same for John. John and I, I kind of shipped in a while. It's funny. Somebody asked me if I was going to do ship soon. I said no plans to, but we'll see. Maybe around the holidays. I just don't I'll like. Turn sh- it on me- around the holidays and see if they me send me pers- a bonus. I'll do it. Yeah. I don't know. Me personally, I know. Sorry, Christopher, because I know Christopher is a huge shipped person, but I. I just don't like their pay model. I have a very hard time with it. I've gotten burnt a lot <laughs> doing ship. So no, I'm just not a big fan. But I know Christopher does like fantastic on it. And I feel like he's like the ship 
guru out there besides John. <laughs> and now because of uh, Cheyenne, we're, um, we're a multi-country. So we're get we're going to be huge someday. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, we're expanding. We've got East Coast. We've got West Coast. We've pretty much got all of North America covered. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yep. And then we have North of America and farthest East. Yeah, exactly. Now <laughs> <laughs> we just need a Midwestern person here. And a, and a Vancouver person. And a Vancouver. Yeah, just to make sure we're covering the northwest yeah but yeah um but yeah anyway you guys thank you for joining us we got some uh some some stories here uh the first one i'm going to take them a little out of order but the first one kim i'm i'm going to bring up the video because i don't even do i need to even give it a preface or should we watch it and then discuss this you can watch it and discuss it um i think so too it's 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 pretty messed it's pretty messed up yeah, it is. Yeah, you guys might be aware of it. I don't know, um, but if if you are, just uh, um, bear with us. I'm just loading it up and made it play the commercial again. This is what happens in live broadcasting, guys. <laughs> is it All like right, dead so air, like a bad thing? Dead into. air, dead air. Yeah, yeah. That's why I count on you, you, you to little, do something. Oh, you also have Florida man too. We have Gary too. So we have the Southeast as well. He, he, and he gets the he gets our Midwestern in there too. I think you have it all. And he you. and he covers the homeless for us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gary, but it's true. <laughs> He's a utility player. Steve, that was low. <laughs> <laughs> Gary today. Fingers crossed he has a home that he's looking at that they are hoping it'll he'll know no they'll either close on November 4th or it fell apart. But he's also not homeless because I made the joke of if you guys remember the Chris Farley bit about in a van down by the river um, Uh Saturday Night Live. I was I was like, are you living down by a river? Because he's like, I don't have a home right now. I was like, living down by a river. And he's like, actually, I am. But I'm in a nice Airbnb. So <laughs> we went through He's that. Okay. We were in a hotel for about seven months while we were looking for a house when we came back Montreal. Yeah. Well, hopefully this will go quicker for him. Yeah, hopefully. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> well, we miss you, Gary. If you're watching, yeah. Yeah. that'll be so, the when we get the comeback. Yeah, and when he is back too, he'll be back on this show. But uh, what we were, what him and I were chatting about is we will be doing a Sunday Fun Day. We haven't done one in like a year. So if you guys don't remember how those go, uh, we don't know how they'll go. They're, but they've, they always were crazy and fun and random. So, um, But I'm going to share this screen. We're going to watch this video. Guys, watch it close because there's different discussion points, at least in my opinion. It's not just cut and dry. So hold on. with his argument of self-defense. And now, for the first time, we're seeing the brief encounter that led up to those shots being fired at the mall. Just 20 seconds. Right now, we're getting a look at newly unsealed video in the case of a Northern Virginia DoorDash driver who shot a prank YouTuber 
at Dulles Town Center. So the man who opened fire was acquitted on the most serious charges last week, a jury siding with his argument of self-defense. And now, for the first time, we're seeing the brief encounter that led up to those shots being fired at the mall. Just 20 seconds, 20 seconds from the moment YouTube prankster Tanner Cook first approached Alan Coley and the moment Coley shot Cook in the stomach. This was the key piece of evidence in the case that jurors considered when acquitting Coley of the most serious charges of malicious wounding. The full five-minute video shows Tanner Cook scoping out victims of his prank, playing odd and explicit messages on his phone. He then approaches Alan Coley, who was picking up a food delivery for his job with DoorDash. Coley tells Cook to stop several times and threatens to call police. Then a huge escalation. And in just 20 seconds, he pulls a handgun out of his pocket and shoots Cook in the stomach. Cook, who has since recovered, reacting to our Matthew Torres about the not guilty verdicts last Thursday. How disappointed are you about this? I really don't care. I mean, it is what it is. It's God's plan at the end of the day. So, you know, we respect what the jury says. Um, and my family and I are just grateful and thankful that I have my son here and nothing else matters right now. That was the first time I seen the video. Um, no mom wants to see their son be shot by a complete stranger in an occupied place. It was very shocking and um, very heart-wrenching. Tanner Cook also telling WUSA 9 this incident won't stop him from making more YouTube videos. Opinion about his content on YouTube. Do you agree with it? I support Tanner in whatever he decides to do, and I'm going to continue supporting him. Now, the jury did find Coley guilty of a charge related to firing the gun in the mall, but that particular verdict was set aside and is going to be reevaluated since he was acquitted on the other charges. Okay. So what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm uh, at a loss of words. I'm, I've worked in a bar for decades. I've, I've drove rideshare in the midnight shift. Yes. I carry whatever I carry. You know, I have mace, I have a knife. I have another knife. I, when I did rideshare, when I worked the bar, I didn't even have all that stuff. Um, but I would leave out of an alley at 3 a.m. So this isn't a mall. And the other guy didn't even have a weapon. He do, he gets acquitted, except for some stupid charge. So there must be something coming up behind it. Um, I The other guy was totally wrong. His... Him getting out of the hospital and walking so quick is kind of amazing since he had his stomach blown out. Um, but him saying that he's going to go back to it, like he's, oh, yeah, I'm right going to go back getting people's faces again. Like, and then the worst part to me, his mom. Yeah. I can't believe his mom is like, oh, I just support him. Like, I even if he does it again, shouldn't she be saying, dude, you're done? <laughs> I know you're an adult. You can make decisions. I don't know. I'm a parent. I would be like, no way. You're done doing that. You could tell she hesitated, though. She but hesitated why? before she said that she most likely because she doesn't want to say it on the news that she's actually, you know, bothered by it or whatever. I saw this story before, like not on a DoorDash video or anything i saw it from the other side where they mm -hmm. were talking about the, the fact that he got shot and i was like what and then i saw the video and i'm like wow that escalated real quick <laughs> how, yeah. how did it go from you know phone in the face to i'm shooting you like that that to me is well, where I, a little bit I, of the disconnect is 
I just so I this is the way I I said it before is there's definitely two wrongs right going on and I think it just escalated to the point where it didn't need to escalate to so the prankster how many times on this show on YouTube in general do we always say there's going to be one day that a YouTube a TikTok any kind of prank is going to go wrong heck we just covered what a couple weeks ago the prank in the McDonald's parking lot like pranks can go sideways very quickly and then this is like the prime example of that so you know i just don't believe in pranksters like shoving stuff in people's faces to get reactions i think that's the wrong right there and they're relentless to the point where this guy i i still don't understand what caused him to pull out a gun but there's other ways like i violence is never the solution to anything like it wasn't even but in Jim, video, you like, you know that some people aren't kindness is always free 100 like you some people no, but here's no, but we're no. but what i will say is look at the very most and i wouldn't even agree with that i it would have made more sense if the guy just punched the guy well that's what i that's what i was like, getting to like, even that would have been maybe too far but get slapped punched something is better and it has horrible did, as that sounds, but then shooting somebody like shooting is yeah. just not the answer. And I, so I'll play devil's advocate. I, I just here. think it's bad all the way around. <laughs> okay, so looking at that video, <laughs> there's, there's one guy in relative to the guy that he shot diminutive stature. There's two guys coming at him. That guy is backing up consistently. None of yeah. us knows what's staying in that message, but there had to have been something to cause that guy's to concern to repeat, like you said, stop, stop, I'm going to call the cops. If it was just a joker or something funny, why would he talking about calling the cops and pulling out a gun? I think that's the biggest key point that, like, if you look at the environment of what led up to it, that kind of stands out to me is that there was something, and also the guy, the fact that he would have a gun on him so accessible, what is in a mall in a mall in a mall like as a driver that guy that area that they're doing that in that sounds like a real crazy i don't know like i'm not saying that you should have shot him but i'm saying that that guy was like if you're scared for your life i mean what do you do when you're scared for your life but but are you scared for your life i I don't know are you scared for your life in a mall and the jury got to see the live video that we don't they got to hear whatever happened Right. So the jury agreed that it was enough to make him scared for his life, essentially, to to acquit him. It had to have met Uh, some type of reasonable, I don't know. But that's the I do question that. Because at what point do you, because there has to be a, what do you call it? I know, but that's why I mentioned about working in a bar or doing a ride Was his life threatened? That's why, again, I say like leaving a bar at 3 a.m. into an alley where I'm carrying the cash deposit out to deposit it on my way back in tomorrow. I have a concern at 3 a.m. when there's nobody around where maybe I'd if I had a gun, I'd have to pull it. But again, I wouldn't shoot it if the other guy didn't have one. Well, let me ask this. Can we confirm his life wasn't threatened? I, a, I mean, in a mall, maybe verbally. We, the, the, I mean, you mean weapon I mean, wise? I, the, no, the other guy had nothing. I mean, there's. Well, I mean, there's but there's two of the other guys too. You have to remember that. Mm-hmm. Granted, I don't. I mean, look, man. The bottom line is, is that somehow he got I, acquitted, and I don't get that it, at all. 
so that's what I say. Like, if, if it was anything, what, what level would it have to be to get acquitted is the question. There has to be a high level of threat to acquit somebody. Or maybe the maybe the guy um because it wasn't has mental has like has dated mental issues and they're gonna so, be dealing with this some other way. It could be that too. They could be like he's acquitted of that, but he's I don't know. Right. It could maybe, be something else. Maybe he was in the army and has some PTSD, just, major PTSD. I don't know. It could be he could you have could been see a, that a he was very uncomfortable. I'm I'm concerned that yeah, exactly yeah. what Shania said. His body language, I'm concerned that he was in the mall with a gun. For so I mean, I'm I mean, okay. I, mean you, I think you, uh, that's getting to a thing now because you can. I mean, I'm from Canada. We don't walk around with guns here. <laughs> my yeah, son, I'm in Arizona. Everybody is, has a gun at everywhere. My, <laughs> my, my, my son is Everybody has a gun everywhere. Open carry in Arizona. It's actually really funny. My son is convinced that in Canada and in England that he's like they can't get guns there. Like he knows there are some, but he's like they can't just get them. I'm like, yeah, they can. We can, but it's not like in you know certain parts of the states. Like, yeah, but I mean, like, like you got, but anybody can go get yeah. hunting stuff, or and any gun can be an issue. You guys are big hunters. Yes, I think. So, yeah. I like think a rifle, biggest, different. Yeah. My biggest thing with this is it was done in a mall where there's families, there's exactly kids, kids. It's in a food court, like yes. a, anything. Something ricochets. Like something could yeah. have ricocheted. Like it could have gone. I mean, granted, the kid the kid got shot, but it could have gone so much worse. And to me, the potential of randomly, like, what happens if this guy really was more unhinged than just the one shot? Like, what happens if, like, it triggered and he went, like, crazy and then there was a mass shooting in a mall just because for someone on YouTube or TikTok thought it'd be funny to shove a phone in someone's face and go oh, look at this like i i don't know yeah th that would be yeah that would be a tragic escalation from you know to start with the prank yeah that would definitely be tragic yeah this just um, goes to show a lot of people do a lot of things just to get famous or yeah. for you know that i think that even on top of that that they justify it the mom it's said i mean yeah, I'm I'm trying to I was just looking through a couple of these uh I saw Vinny's uh I'm looking for it right now. Um it wasn't that one. I was looking for he had something in here about, you know, like and so did grandpa. Grandpa said uh Brandon says uh, these YouTube they do and tickets, push too far. I mean, I'm one one thousand percent agree on this one. I mean I think and I think it's I don't see anything getting better. <laughs> I'm being honest. I, I I hope that after at least this is out there that people realize that there can be extreme consequences and say, okay, when somebody says stop, we need to stop immediately. Like, I think that's the other thing is because why do you push when somebody says stop? Yep. And Vinny, you're saying it correctly here. Up here, I saw you put this, you know, the driver has the right to defend himself, period. I remember, look, maybe I'm very old. Um, but I remember growing up in Michigan, there was a law about you couldn't, even if somebody broke into your house, and I don't remember exactly how this read, but you couldn't overdo them. If they came in with a knife, you couldn't shoot them. If they came in really? with their fists, you couldn't shoot them. If they came in with a gun, huh? you could shoot them. 
Like there was a, it, it was just this, and that's your house. But wait, but how would that work though? Like, so, so someone comes in and you're like, wait, no, I have my gun. I can't do that. Let me get my knife. Cause you have a knife. Like how, how is, so how that, is that, that is, that, I, that is, it is, I don't know necessarily from a rule perspective, but I know my uh, uncle is an ex-cop. I have a couple retired law enforcement in my family. I know that you can't shoot somebody in the back, even if they're in your house, even if they broke mm-hmm. in. If they're running out, they got away. You yeah. can't shoot yeah. unless you can run them down. That's a whole other situation. Uh, but some of those things are those things that are like that. Like it's yeah. Um, if you're not threatened, if you're not in immediate danger, you can't just execute somebody because they're in your house, essentially. And and the other part about you which, even what you just said about shooting somebody in the back, like let's say that look, if you go to learn how to shoot a gun at a gun range. They'll teach you if there's an invader to unload on it. You know what I mean? Like once you have it, don't miss. Like if you actually are in danger, if they have a gun, like unload Shoot on to it. Kill. Right. So like what if they're coming up the stairs and you take four shots, one goes in the shoulder, they turn around, two go in the back. Now there's this whole questionable thing. Maybe they'll prove the shoulder happened first, but at the same time, there could be a whole questionable thing about that. Did you shoot him in the back? What was the kill shot? I mean, to me, I, I only bring this up because that's your home. This is a mall. Yeah. And it wasn't, the guy didn't, as far as we know, he had no weapon at all. So I hear what Vinny says. It, you don't know how you'll react. You're in the position. That's why I mentioned doing ride share after midnight where I know Vinny, you can understand this. I did it, did it for years um, on the weekends and stuff with the bad crowd. So, I mean, that's a different story because I don't, you never know what to expect there. And I guess these days, I mean, who knows? That guy could have been going in there to mall, do a mall shooting and decided to take a DoorDash order instead. And we lucked <laughs> out. Who knows? I mean, so you're saying that it was better if you got one YouTuber instead of like a whole yeah. mall? That's what I've kind of heard. And maybe, and maybe that's what he said, you know, in, in court. Maybe that's what got him off. Like, I was going to go in there and plow people, but this guy <laughs> pissed me off. And <laughs> really? That's what got him so off. So I just stood my ground. <laughs> Look, I, it's it actually hilarious. has blown my mind to figure out why he got it or how he got acquitted. So the interesting I, thing I read in the I story like, too. I feel like I'm with John though on this. I feel like there's something we're missing for yeah. a whole entire jury to acquit someone of this. Like I feel like there's a big piece of the puzzle they're not telling us that the jury knows that we don't know. I don't know what that is, but that's pretty. I mean, it has to be unanimous. So. So did you catch this part of the article too, where they said that they acquitted him initially for the shooting, um, but they initially found him guilty of discharging in a public location. So that was the crime. I think that we talked about the dangerous piece of it. Right. But then later in the article, it said that after he was found acquitted of the first thing, they're retrying the second one to re uh, take that away. So for even saying that even that was justified potentially now, which is what I thought was like, okay, that's why I really think like, they said even that could potentially be justified. Like whatever happened in that interaction was he was fully like fully innocent, essentially, or fully justified. That that's what oh, I found okay. hard to believe. That's what I found very hard to believe and kind of swung me a little bit. But I, I, mean, I mean, what we wouldn't pay to watch a replay of that court case. Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, seriously, I, I, would, I would pay 50 bucks right now to watch that. <laughs> Like the Freedom of Information Act. Just because I need to know how how an an entire group of people said 
just drop the charges on them. Yeah, we got to figure out Freedom of Information Act works and see if we can get that like that case or get the transcript or what. I'm yeah, really see. thinking it's because a lot of times like he had to push him off and he told him to stop and like he was in his bubble. Like he I think maybe because he oh, mentioned I he would know. call the police first, like he maybe he knew what he had to do yeah, to get it like, justified. I don't know. Well, where was Paul Blart? You know, the mall I, mean, <laughs> I mean, shouldn't he be there on the Segway coming by and doing? I mean, those guys were going in, in the mall for what forty-five minutes. They said it was an <laughs> hour into it. Have you ever seen security in a mall? That's the only thing I can keep saying. Have you ever seen security in a mall? <laughs> yeah, there are maybe and maybe dumb. maybe that's why maybe that's why he brings the gun. Maybe. Like, Do we know like mall. what city state this was in by chance? Uh, I did see it, but I can't remember. Oh, you said it in the beginning. A... I forget what they said at the beginning of the video. I can't it remember it what the, it yeah. I remember it from the article too. I can't remember now. <laughs> it was Northern Virginia. Anybody? I don't know anything okay. about Northern Virginia. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it would come to looking up their gun laws. I just, I just find. It sounds like Virginia Again, would be a place that would be gunny, though. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure with time. I'm sure with time it will leak out where, where it came from, or like what happened in that courtroom. I'm sure with yeah. a little bit yeah, of time. time maybe, yeah. Maybe not like mainstream, but we'll be able to find it. Did he get deactivated? <laughs> That's another great question. How could he not? Like, I mean, he was acquitted of all charges. Apparently, if, so. if, if they if they're short Doordashers in his area, they won't deactivate him. Vinny has a really? question for us. I think that it's for real. Yeah, I mean, like, I hate to say that, but we've talked about it. It's just numbers. They don't care. Yeah. They're like, you know. Uh, I did, you know, I, I thought I did see something in the article that I read because I saw a couple that he was temporarily deactivated while they looked into it. He might be, have been fully deactivated. I don't know. Um, by the way, you guys, I forgot to, I won't give away the details, but before we go any farther, I need to say congratulations to Tony and Lisa and their yes. new baby. Yay. Yes. So you guys need to go to the Driven Dads channel and see the video because I don't want to give away the name or anything. I actually... Felt like part of the family last night because he texted me and he said, he goes, I'm not, not everybody knows yet, but, and he sent me a picture. So I was like, yes. So very happy for them. Um, By the way, they have, um, Tony has it on some video. I'll put it into these show notes, but they have a gift registry. They have things on there from three to $15. Um, So if you guys feel like getting them something, it's on Amazon. I'll put the link into the show notes when we're done here. Uh, but it, it's like the driven. Oh, it's the driven family. If you go to you go to Amazon, go to registry, go to baby registry, um, and then search the driven family. It'll say Centennial, Colorado, but it won't say the address. Click that, and on there's an entire list of things that they need. So if you feel like helping, um, they do have six kids now. So uh, this is <laughs> things are very real there. <laughs> Cheaper by um, the dozen. But congratulations again to, to Tony and Lisa. Lisa said she had her first contraction at 3 p.m. She had the kid at like 7.41 p.m. She is like a pro at this. Wow. <laughs> you know? well, like, wow. Well, when you're at six. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I wish mine was that easy. <laughs> um, 
so uh, since we're just jumping around, uh, Dort, um, John, do you want to? I was actually just reading into this one too. Do you want to talk about this DoorDash Instacart? Because Instacart's failing, guys. They went live. They're failing. Um, they're they're actually the first week they kind of did better than Uber and Lyft did in their first week of trading, but they're just going down. Um, it's it's pretty ugly. But you want to talk about this fifteen billion? Yeah. So the uh, it's interesting. This the article, DoorDash, Instacart, and some other uh, gig app executives and CEOs have lost fifteen billion from their collective fortune as. Uh, basically, demand is kind of normalized. They say, you know, it's been wiped away or light demand, but it's really just post-pandemic, in my opinion. Um, so the kind of the numbers here, the biggest losers, they have the CEO of Getter, who went from $4.29 billion uh, in March 2022 uh, to now $775 million. So he's lost a solid $3.5 billion. Uh, let's see who else do we have here. We have the DoorDash crew, um, who each boasted a net worth of around 3.2 billion. Um, everybody pretty much except for Tony Shu somehow and Tang, the the C basically the two of the guys out of the four. Um, they went from that three billion to about 1.2. Everybody else went down to less than one billion. So they still wow. got billionaires store in DoorDash, and then the last one I think was. The Just Eat Takeaway or Grubhub guy. Oh no, no. There's the Instacart went from 3.5 billion to 863 million, so Jeez. over three billion down. And then the and guys, uh, this is billion. We often yeah. refer to 15 million and what a hit that is on people. This is the this is three the billion crazy number. Yeah. These are the billions. Wow. I mean, that's the these are real hits. So this, this is, is like one no that I found the most interesting is the uh, the Grubhub Just Eat Takeaway. This is the one that you would think that this one would be large because we know what Grubhub has done, but these numbers still like kind of are mind boggling. Uh, was at one point nine seven billion and lost one point six nine billion of that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so that's like maybe two hundred something million left. In Instacart, you idiot. <laughs> It's less than 30. <laughs> yes, do something. Yeah. That's... I'm sorry. Wow. I have no. Oh my that's like 80% of the money there. Yeah. So you know, you know what make you know what makes this story kind of extra interesting is that the big investors, how often are they going to want to get into app games again? So it makes yeah, exactly. in my opinion, it makes an opportunity for smaller companies to rise up here because they're actually going to have more of a chance because people are gonna if somebody like a DoorDash comes around and says, oh, we're going to triple your money. They're going to be like, yeah, I did that before. No. Well, the other thing, too, that was money. interesting is that they were saying is that the investors are pulling out of these companies. So they're now, you know, DoorDash or these guys, they're kind of on their own. That cash flow of, uh, hey, we'll just burn it while we grow is turned off. Yeah, I read I read a story on Motley Fool that said uh, um, it was actually, it, it, was a, it was a long article, but it had a, it was, using technical reasons why right now is the time for DoorDash to make an aggressive offer on Instacart. And I, when I was reading it, I was like, I, that's why I got intrigued by it. It was very long. And I was like, you know, normally I'm like, I just don't have the time right now, <clears throat> but I, uh, I did. And I got locked into it and I was, and it was really interesting because you know, I hate Instacart by the end. I was like, 
makes sense. You know, if really? you were going to do it, do it. That so would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I question <laughs> their value. Like, why would somebody buy Lyft right now? They don't even have a billion dollars left. I don't know, but that four dollar base pay will go down to like two dollars and seventy five cents if it's DoorDash. <laughs> that is true. You know, <laughs> like with Uber bought Quarter Shop. Yeah, that oh my God. Quarter Shop. I, Last I, I'm still very sad about that. You know, you felt that too. Oh, she, she, I think she had Corner Shop long. Like I never did. I don't think Kim, you didn't, shop. did you? I was jo- loving jo- Corner John shop. had it too, but I think yeah. John didn't have it as long. I was as late. She did. I, yeah, I was late on Quarter Shop. Oh, I, I got I'm all that, so oh. sad. Yeah, that was one of the few apps you could solo app. And the thing is, with Corner Shop, you guys were freaking out because you didn't have it anymore, but we still had it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna milk this as long as I could. And then when I saw that, you know, when they send you the bags, now they were sending Uber bags, and I was like, no, no, this isn't <laughs> happening. It's no longer Corner Shop bags. Oh, and did then- you actually get a Corner Shop bag? Yeah, so okay. they would ship you the bags to your house, right? I'm, um, well, I mean, the company that was bought was Corner Shop. They were from Peru, and so I didn't know if Uber would have just been like, "No, we'll just send Uber out from the beginning." Yeah, no, it was uh, Corner Shop bags that were still coming in. They still had Corner Shop on it and everything like that. And then they started bringing in the Uber bags, and I was like, "No, okay, this is like the beginning of the end." But everything was still good, so you know, you kind of milk it as much as you could until they send that little message to let you know that they're they're taking over. And I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> and then it was like when they got the message, "This is the last day that this app oh. is going to work." I try, you know, I would still turn on my app afterwards just in case. I was like, just in case there's like one store that didn't trickle in because Costco was the last one to switch over to Uber. We were still oh, getting Costco yeah. orders in Corner Shop when like the little grocery stores here were switched over, Dollarama, but Costco, they're like, no, we don't want to do that until they had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is kind of, this is uh when Cheyenne and I did uh the podcast last week. Uh we talked about this a little bit. So if you guys didn't see it, uh maybe it might have affected you. I don't know. There was an Uber surge because a Canadian railway went out. Did that affect your boyfriend? No, because he competitor, CP railway. Okay. Oh, there's yeah. competitors to who will help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because CP Railway, they don't do, uh, they don't do commercial, um, passenger. They only do freight now. Okay. They well, the passenger side. My point yes, of this story that. is, is that even in Canada, they have, mm-hmm. uh, they have agreements in place to not surge during, during problems. New York City has an agreement. It's been in place for years that they can't surge during anything. During the flood that was all over New York. They 400% surged. I mean, they're going to be sued again. They do it every time. It's really odd to me that these companies know this rule or law. They know they'll be penalized for it. And they usually lose all of what they took anyway. It's like, why do you, I mean, geez, like everything they do is illegal. (laughs) What is that saying again? It's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Yeah. I mean, but they've been given forgiveness 10 times. (laughs) Yeah, but it still happens. Children do that all the time, right? (laughs) Unfortunately. 
Yeah, I'm just, it's just crazy to me. I don't know. Um, I would think that by now, like even when the, you know, when things hit Florida, they still do it. They know they're not supposed to, they still do it. It's like, you know, you're not getting away with it. You know, you're going to get fined. Why do you keep wanting to have your records be on display and have to deal with this stuff? So apparently, but do we get fined as much? Yeah, I was going to say the math make? must the, the math must be there. There's a guy in a suit that says it's worth it. Basically, that's what it sounds. Yeah. Like. I mean, yeah, you. I mean, you have to be right. There'd be no. Because other I way. remember <laughs> when I was younger and I worked in a grocery store. After, um, I think it's like after 5 p.m. or after 8 p.m. You're only allowed four employees in the entire store. Like it's insane. So that means like one cash, one person in the store, one manager and one person like doing random stuff. Right. But whenever it was busy, we would have extra people and they're like, it's fine. Whatever fine we get will be less than how much money we're going to make. So they did it anyways. So that's why I'm wondering. I wonder if Uber is just like, we're making a whole bunch of money. (laughs) I mean, whoever is fighting him is it's I guess it's kind of their fault in a sense for not saying like let's just make this illegal and or yeah. I don't know if there's a or raise the fine or have it be something like okay now next time you do it it's ten times as much okay I'll do it again okay now it's ten times of that and just keep going until it's like okay now it's not worth it anymore yeah 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 I don't know I am uh I, I just find it disgusting. And I think that they already are under, under the scope enough that I, I would stop doing it. You lose whatever you're taking in. And maybe they look at it like, hey, we're helping the drivers out at least during this. I don't know. Um, but we're going to move into something autonomous here. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. This cruise vehicle in San Francisco. Another problem in San Francisco. And if you'll notice at the end, even the county is now stepping in. So we have the mayor. We have the fire department, the police department, and now we have the county, but like wanting these things out of here. And I'm going to show you what happened because it's a super disturbing story. So um, you guys know I love autonomous. So here is where the failure is at currently. Is this where we become entertaining? <laughs> yeah, this is where you should be entertaining. Learning more about the accident that left a woman pinned underneath a cruise robo taxi in San Francisco. Here's how it went down: She was actually hit by another car with a human driver, and then thrown into the path of the driverless car. NBC's Scott Budman saw the video and has the latest. The cameras on board the cruise robo taxi captured the accident. The company is not yet making that video public, but did show it to me earlier today. It's not easy to watch the pedestrian crossing the street, not in a crosswalk, though, and gets hit by a car being driven by a driver. The force of that accident sends the pedestrian into the next lane. That's where the cruise robo taxi comes in. The robo taxi does stop but not before also hitting the pedestrian. Shortly after the accident, officers found the victim under a self-driving car. The person who triggered the accident had taken off. 911 dispatchers received a report of a person trapped under a vehicle at 5th and Market Streets. Rescuers arrived to find a person under the left rear axle of an autonomous vehicle that came to a stop. They then went into rescue mode. Rescuers were able to use the jaws of life and other rescue tools 
to pull the victim from underneath the vehicle. First responders say she was rushed to SF General with multiple serious injuries. No word on her condition tonight. But the accident is once again raising questions, fair or otherwise, about the safety of driverless cars. We saw what happened last night in San Francisco. That can't happen. San Mateo Supervisor David Canepa, concerned about robo-taxis, says it's time to slow things down. His comments coming after robo-taxis got the green light to send cars to SFO. What I'm saying is, if you have so many accidents in San Francisco, take a pause. They do, they do this in tech all the time. They do this if, if there's bugs or if there's something that needs to be uh, worked out. In a statement, Cruz says the initial impact of the first car launched the pedestrian in front of the autonomous car. The AV then braked aggressively to minimize the impact. The driver of the other vehicle fled the scene. At the request of the police, the AV stayed in place. Cruz says their first concern is the well-being of the injured woman and say they're working with police to identify the responsible driver. Scott Butman, NBC, Bay Area News. Okay. <clears throat> so, the thing that you guys didn't see there is if you go and look up other stories of this, you'll see what the police had to and the fire department had to deal with when they got there, which was jacking the car up and using blocks because the car parked on her. So, the crews not only hit her that second time, it parked on top of her now was she like underneath the tires or underneath the no. actual okay she was on but she was being but she was i mean she was uh, Cruz she has was, uh, low clearance yeah right right she was crushed basically. she was crushed yeah. but can i play devil's advocate for a half a second <laughs> please i gotta see where this goes <laughs> you're gonna defend autonomous here okay I'm not defending autonomous vehicle, <laughs> but technically, isn't it the person who did the hit and run that the story should be about? Because they hit the person and then fled the scene of the crime. I mean, that's, that's not, exactly, I mean, well, yes. I'm just saying, okay. like, saying we like skipped yes. over that whole entire part. Okay, <laughs> like, I agree. I agree. But, but check this out. Run, then the autonomous vehicle wouldn't have ran over the woman. So it started with the person who was actually <laughs> in the car driving. While I and ran away. <laughs> while and I ran agree, away. Why the lidar is about 200,000 200, now is what they cost. They don't work very well. Um, but the okay, so if the person they said wasn't in the crosswalk and was just crossing, so Cruz recognizes crosswalks and all that. Why didn't the lidar say there's a person in the road crossing before they were hit? I'm saying because it would have yeah, seen the too, lidar right? should see it on anywhere above the car, whatever it should see the person. And it should just stop because there's a the person, person crossing in illegally in that lane. The person was actually who cares what lane it. they're in. There's a person. Stop. So I think. So I think it was. That's the problem is that it did stop. That like. That's, well, it that ran the him over first. But well, think, it stopped. Well, there's no, it it under and the then person. Ran him over. That's so horrible to say. <laughs> It's so bad because they so did bad. say that it was the force of the the first car that hit her. Underneath that the car. knocked her Thank into you, the other car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, he's you're right, Vinny. I mean, she did illegally cross the street. What I'm saying though is, 
where where Pedestrians is the tech- always have the right away where's they? this technology though because again this this thing should have just stopped it's not we're not talking about two drivers and who's responsible we're talking about an autonomous vehicle and this isn't its first offense san so, francisco wants them out they're so i think they're, the question is the physics of the matter is like was the the car going at say 40 miles per hour and the woman being thrown at it at 20 miles per hour did it have enough space to stop well, like, I'm going to say what's the lesser point. of the offenses, right? So you have the first person who hit the woman. She projectiled into the other lane. But then the first person fled the scene. But at the same... God, this lady is really unlucky. She should not yeah. play the lottery. <laughs> and then... <laughs> she basically... She got like, hit twice the in the pit. Like, that's a, that's like, the and then there, and then the third department's using twice. wooden blocks to get that yeah. car up. To get the car I mean, up. they literally were like, "This, she was pinned. She got to sue that company. I don't know how much for, but definitely. Well, also a, a lawyer you know, got to be there somewhere. Also, don't we have the the video? I mean, shouldn't that Cruz have the video of the car that did hit and run? Oh, I said it does. Yeah, the guy said he saw problem. it. So right, but I mean, like, it should have now, the license hopefully. plate, the make, model, everything, because it records everything. Right. But you're saying she should sue the company for the time. I'm saying vehicle. first, I'm saying I hope she lives. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope she so. can't sue anybody. <laughs> I really hope so. She was having a really bad day. That's the only thing I can say. Like, yeah, but see, Vinny, here's where here's where I get weird with. This is my problem with full autonomous, no driver, safety driver, anything. We're just, it keeps getting pointed out and pointed out and pointed out by the cities it's active in that we're not there. We're not there. I've talked, I've, I've talked to technicians in the field. We're not there. I've had them on the podcast. We're not there. And yet they're running these things without humans. I mean, we've seen them. We've seen police officers walk. We played these videos. Police officers walk up to them to try and stop it because it's not moving at a light. What does it do? The light's red. It sees the police officer comes up and it takes it as a threat and guns it through the intersection. Who if I did that, I'm going to jail. Yeah. If Cruz does that, they just pay a fine. Well, they have to have cameras because if these little robots on the street delivering food can tell who was trying to steal the botch for the police department. I'm sure that these cars have to have cameras on them. Yeah. I mean, and this made me bring up a couple things like here, I took some screenshots because I wanted to show this that, so I wanted to, I looked up in Canada, if you guys even had it, Cheyenne, if you guys have anywhere that's doing autonomous and I pulled up some things like, um, does Canada allow it? Uh, they allow level three, for vehicles authorized for purchase or sale. Level three is not What's anywhere level? near what we're testing on our people. You What's guys level three? Level yeah, three is like assisted parking. Um, okay, like, I was going to say, like in our vehicle, we have assisted parking. We yeah. have like a heads up display. Like we or have like the, you you know, someone off the road. It can steer yeah. you back. Yeah. Exactly. Like the lane departure and all that kind of stuff. We don't have any like yeah. this. Right. Yeah. And so um, our autonomous cars legal in ontario so um you the manufacturer plates this was a little strange to me the m plates um are for testing but i think that they still had to have a driver um are are any cars fully autonomous i found this interesting no no car no this is from 2023 
No, the article was no vehicle can drive itself, but these come the closest. Yeah. So nope, we, that's not even Canada. That's just autonomous. So we're testing things we know don't work. Um, where are they tested? San Francisco, Austin, and Phoenix are the main are the only cities where unmanned ones are t- are tested. And then um, what is the Waymo controversy? Protesters stop Waymo and cruise self driving cars with only a traffic cone. Um, self driving cars. I mean, look. If you can, if a traffic cone stops, there's so many issues with these things. But then here's the one I find the most interesting. So if you guys are curious, the yeah, San Francisco, Phoenix, and Austin are all green. But look at all the purples. That's where there's a driver in the car, but they still are problematic to the T. So that's the map currently of where we're testing this stuff. So one of the screenshots that you just showed was talking about a um, uh, the taxis are coming. So they'll actually have someone in the back, but no one in the driver's seat. They have those in Phoenix already. I haven't taken them, but the, I think we watched it. Did we watch somebody that had one Wait, last week? You mean a you mean a like a like an engineer for the company in the back seat or no, yeah, like a, like a passenger? Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So you do have driverless with the passenger. I'm wondering if you're, maybe you guys are like, can you get one? Because I'm wondering if like, you're still at the level, like John, John for a while, Waymo only did it. If you were part of Waymo's family is the best way I can put it. I don't really know how to say it. Um, But like they, it wasn't available to everybody, but they were letting some people use it. They used their own lane, leaving the airport. Um, But again, John lives in Phoenix and there was, I mean, for years, ever since that accident years ago, there's been people with cinder blocks dropping them on these things from, from overpasses. I mean, people in Phoenix hate these things, you know, Pittsburgh them kicked, the kicked them out. Too, apparently. San Francisco's about to kick yeah. them out. Um, the fire departments plowed a few in San Francisco, the fire chief, the police chief, the mayor all want the cars out. It was governor Newsom that allowed it. And now they're saying, get them out of here. You know, because the other problem that's going on with crews is that it they have certain routes in San Francisco that they have to take. So A to B isn't a 15 minute rideshare ride. It's like a 40 minute loop. And for a while, they were only letting a few do it. Now it only runs at night and it's kind of a bar thing. And the new thing is having sex in them. Well, yeah, because nobody's there to watch you, right? Well, it's being videotaped. I say, well, no. there's videos though. <laughs> Mobile hotel. <laughs> but it's Someone's a new. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just. I mean, that or drugs or something. I mean, like that's where is this technology? You can't. You know, that's it's so to, crazy. To me, we're clearly experimenting in cities that pay enough or that are being paid enough money by these companies. The cities are willing to lose a certain percentage of their people, <laughs> so or put them at risk. And that, in in my mind, it goes applies to the other drivers too. There's not a good mix of a human robot thing. And uh, I still don't understand how we're here, but yet when you look in a driver's manual, they tell you when you put your vehicle on cruise control, you still have to pay attention, and you still have to steer, and you still ha- like it, it. Does it mean that you can't pay attention anymore? But yet we're gonna have vehicles out there that have absolutely no driver in it i don't know 
know, what we do. You guys don't because you're smart. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we we like our, our cities sell out like uh, already they're working on where it'll go from San Francisco because they need that third city for whatever reason. So the new target town that's already made an agreement is Charlotte, North Carolina, which was on the other map I just showed as a purple one, but it's going to become a green one. So I don't know why, like as, as they keep failing more and more and more, we onboard more cities to test them. In. Like you guys you need to test more. <laughs> no, like I've said this for a while. Like, you know what? These companies have endless pockets. This technology is not ready. Build a city south of John in the desert. Just build a city where people aren't going to well, live. I, I think it'd have to be north. I think you go too much south of me. You're in well, wherever, country. wherever. Yeah, you know what it I mean. It would never though. work in Just New find Jersey find some York. big area. Let them build a city and let all the companies test there where people are not, and see how they integrate even together because that's an issue too. This would never yeah. work in New Jersey or New York. We are just way too congested for something like Definitely this to happen. Not. No. I mean, I when it, the I think when we first see it, I honestly believe that it will be their own lanes. I don't think they'll be able to. I think it'll be more like a train. It's not going to get you to where you need to be. It's going to get you close. Because we, I've even seen the cruise vehicle that the whole side door comes up and you're sitting like facing each other in it. And I'm thinking like that's going to be more like a train. It's just going to take you to here and that's like your neighborhood. And then from there wow. you walk. But that's crazy. I, I don't know. I mean, to me, I we're playing with people's lives. I don't know. I, I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we're experimenting. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, um, what? <laughs> I wasn't even sure if I was going to bring this up. Maybe okay. Uh, the Texas man and the cat. Did you? I, I got to talk. Do you know? Did you not see this? It's been. I don't everywhere. think I know this one. Sorry, oh I clicked that. Up. I didn't read. I didn't read the whole thing. Oh my god, you guys! It's 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 the. Give weirdest. us the rundown. It's okay. I'm gonna. It's the weirdest story. So, a Lyft driver in Texas um, took a rider, and the guy had his cat. Uh, his name is uh, Polish Pandy. Um, he had a cat in a carrier put, and first of all, I don't know why he wasn't sitting in the back with the, uh, with the cat, but somehow he put, he opened the back door, he put the cat in, in the back seat, and he got up front with the driver. The he said he needed to go to the vet. He was taken to the vet and the, as soon as he was, as soon as he got out of the car, he shut the door. Uh, thank you, Christopher Taylor. Um, but he shut the door and uh, opened, was going to open the back door and the driver took off, like gunned it. And so, um, okay, so then he got, he, he does the steps, he calls Lyft, he calls the police, he calls the, he texts the driver and the, the driver actually responded almost like within an hour and said, uh, um, I don't know what you're talking about. I, there's no cat in here and I've done rides since then. <laughs> really weird, right? So Lyft actually like puts out a, a, an alert to all drivers in the area. 
that a cat has been stolen. And if you see this cat or this carrier, and they all see it in the app. We've never seen anything like that before. But so they then then um, Lyft actually gets together like a posse. They get together like a search party. And they like foot search the area. And a mile away from the vet where um, a mile away from, from the vet that he dropped the guy off at, they find the cat, no, no carrier. This is like a day or two later. They find the cat and it's hanging out by this real estate building a mile away. So the guy dropped him off, gunned it, took the cat and put it at this real estate place and then went around picking up other customers. And like there, I mean, he was, he kept saying like, I, you know, I had nothing to do with that. I, I didn't ever see the cat. He's still claiming that. Um, but he got a bunch of threats on Twitter. <laughs> like People oh were like, we're going to, you know, like, and how did That's you crazy. absolutely knew what the heck's going on? You know? Yeah. So, how do you not know there's a cat in your car? Yeah. I mean, like even um, the cat's name was Tux and even uh, Lyft's, uh, David Risher, um, uh, what does he say? He says, uh, the initial response was awful. Since then, we've done a lot of behind the scenes, but I know we haven't communicated enough. We're very focused, and this will keep getting community update. He tweeted, then uh, Risher sends out alerts to the drivers, and then he gets this posse together, and they find it. And this cat was, by the way, this cat was about to die. It wasn't going for a checkup. It had some issues and it's okay now. It's been to the vet, but like two days, he was taking him to the emergency vet and they didn't find him till a day and a half later and then got him over there. That's so crazy. To me, like, again, it's, you know, tonight's round table, like guy shoots a guy in a mall, guy steals a cat to drive him a block instead of just letting the guy take it out. It's just weird. Like, yeah, There's some weird odd. people out there. I don't know what else that's to say. really odd. And they all work on gigahaps. Well, it's like the <laughs> how about those background checks? I, I know, right? <laughs> but it's kind of like Steve, you were in one of the articles you were talking about the lady that sold the package when she was doing the DoorDash delivery. She stole it off the porch. I don't understand how nowadays people she would got actually caught. Think... She got caught before her third one. She got caught at yeah. first one too. Like, yeah. how do you think that you could just, you know, do a delivery? Oh, I see a package. Let me grab it. And not think that someone's going to have a ring camera or something. And it was you. it was worse than that. Actually, she had a door. She had a door. I've seen the video. She had a door on, from the ring cameras. She had a DoorDash bag. And she was driving around and wherever there was a, a box, she was coming up to the house with the bag of food, grabbing the box and carrying the box the and the bag. Wow. Yes. So yes. like it, the person didn't even order food. Oh my God. She was hoping that, oh, if the neighbors see me, they'll think I'm taking food to the person. But then she's carrying out a box. Horrible. I mean, this that's just stupid. She's just stupid. I don't <laughs> like, understand. <laughs> I really For all we know, though, she's not even a okay. dasher. Is my point. I don't. She was just a thief. probably not. I mean, she might have been, but she was just a thief. 
That's crazy. Yeah, she wasn't on an order. She was just a thief. And that's um yeah, that's the the 33-year-old that Yeah. So the la- the last story that we'll do now cuz I thought we did this uh already and I think we did. I can't remember what they called it, but um picking up packages, dropping them off, all that stuff. Porch pirates? No, but Porch what was pirates. it what was it called on the apps like for the um, like door the package pickup with Uber and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like um, Connect. Was it? Yes. Co- I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Uber Connect. Yeah, and then DoorDash did a version of it. But I don't think DoorDash does it any longer. So I think Uber had stopped too, but now they're back to it. Um, no time to return a package? Let Uber do it. I don't like this. You can be sent to anywhere. They're they're launching it in 4,950 cities from Boston to Honolulu by Monday. It's a $5 flat fee, and you can give up to four packages and tell them where they need to go. Again, Uber Connect, and Cheyenne, if you don't know this, Uber Connect started in Oakland, California, and the whole thing became... um, became a drug ring well of course i mean there was like but it was like gangs it was like the gangs were using it completely and that's all that was really using it they were completely understandable yeah yeah exactly and then it goes other places starts having those same type of problems but now they're back to it and for a lesser amount so you're gonna take you're gonna take what all these packages and you you're gonna have no clue what they are you're not bonded by the way so you're counting on Uber and your insurance to cover you. And I guarantee you, if you get caught, if you were to get caught with a bunch of drugs, you'd probably be okay, but there's going to be an investigation. Of course. And they might find, they might be the jury that let the guy off for shooting the guy in the stomach. They might find that you're at fault. I mean, and we know these companies don't have your back, like, without question. In fact, they have your back with a lot of questions, potentially. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know why we're back to this, but I find it crazy that it they somehow they think the the initial program went good. And so they're launching it in basically all the markets. Well, Christopher makes a good point there. The holidays are coming up. So maybe they want <laughs> maybe they want, you know package deliveries like oh i'm sending a present to somebody it is a present to somebody well i don't think people are gonna (laughs) use it that way (laughs) i think they're honest people will but if someone's trying to get around the system somehow they're gonna find a way to do it steve you already know you asked me what was my favorite type of movie and i said all these like you know shooting stuff and like drug stuff (laughs) so already i was like my mind just went to so many places with this idea yeah i mean it it was to the point in oakland where it was i can't remember what it was 2018 or something when they first people don't even know that it was that it was five years ago when they first launched it it just they launched it in in san francisco oakland and to see just in those markets how it went, it was like about two weeks later, there was a task force assigned to Uber Connect because they found wow. that two gangs were using it. And that was pretty much the only people using it. That's crazy. And they started stopping orders and there'd be like 10 pairs of tennis shoes in the back stuffed with cocaine. 
Oh my God. Like, I mean, this was just turning into a joke. Uh, and it turned out like all these drug dealers were like not having to take the risk. And instead they were letting an Uber driver do it for five bucks, exactly. 10 bucks. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I, I get blown away every time they bring back a stupid program. And then it pisses me off even more when they lower the price. As Gigan Great North said, did they tip accordingly at least? <laughs> well, I don't know. Gigan, I mean, it's going to be up where you are. So <laughs> they you're going to tip cash and say, don't open the box. You're going to yeah. see it. You're going to see them on Uber Eats. That's where they'll be. That's so crazy. But I think they'll, I think they're going to come through. Yeah. It comes through as a, because I'm looking at the screen right now. It comes through as like send a package, receive a package. Why does this box smell like Legos? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was by a the Lego way, box, but by the way, I don't that was Legos. funny oh, enough, John, that was the reason why they were using shoes because they weren't new shoes. They were using used shoes in case a cop uh, and putting it in the trunk in case a um, police dog came, hoping that would throw it off. The, wow. the smell of the dirty, yeah, just nasty shoes. shoes. So. <laughs> I don't know. Um, another bad move by Uber. I guess I just thought we'd end on that. Um, but Kim, what do you got going on this week before we close down tonight? Um, I'm working on a video. It should be out hopefully, possibly tomorrow. Depends on if I want to stay up a little later tonight to do it. Um, so I have that. I'm trying to think what else. I have Money Hungry on Wednesdays. Um so we just got through yesterday's and now I'll turn around next Wednesday and do another one. So that is on the rideshare guy. I'm trying to think what else on Thursdays. I am here. Um, next Friday, I have a video coming out for the rideshare guy. And I really don't, think that's don't you it. every Don't you every Friday? Um, it's every or other not. Friday. Oh, every other Friday. Okay. And then John, what do you got going all right, right now, learning some new skills. Don't got a video plan to use it on yet, but uh, just doing some uh, some up training, for lack of better terms. So okay. maybe a, a better video in the future to come. Probably, actually, probably, yeah, in a couple of weeks, probably later this month. And then, uh, by the way, guys, if you haven't yet, subscribe to uh, Cheyenne's channel because um, we're trying. She's getting close to a thousand, and Yay. we all always want to hit a thousand. So. Um, if you haven't Yay. subscribed, go give her a subscribe. But uh, thank you. So what do you, you've got? You've had some action on your channel lately. What do you have coming up? And I've seen you yes. dropping videos too. So yes, I dropped a video this morning. Um, they're not consistent though. Like I can't say like, oh, I drop every Monday or every Wednesday. No, it's it's whenever I get to with everything else that's going on. Um, I did start editing the next video though because I'm I'm catching up. I do want to record another Uber Eats some type of video because for some reason my audience really love Uber Eats videos. So I'm going to, uh, you know, try to see what other information I could get out there to help them out. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Editing videos this week. So yeah, check her channel out too because she's getting she's I think I think there's there's a she hit a perfect storm or something with the analytics. Um, cause sometimes I'm loving I, it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it just happens. And I think that some of it's one of her videos and then we did a podcast and then a title with Kim and John and Hannibal and mine. And I think it's maybe bringing some cross country stuff. So who knows? She's just 
somehow she's in a perfect storm right now. So help her out. Um, and then I see this from Bud Soda. So we got to give him a close to congratulations. Um, I've seen you post in a lot more Bud Soda. So you, you deserve it, man, for sure. I mean, we all know Bud Soda barely works every week. You guys, he puts in like three to four hours a week. Total. Of sleep? <laughs> no, of work. It's all he just sleeps all the time. I think it's the reverse. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. He sleeps four hours a week and yeah. works six thousand. So but so to be safe out there. Um but uh yeah, so obviously he's got the count, he just needs the the watch hours. So did the count drop or something? Because what did I see Bud Soda was at for subs? What do you have to, don't you have to still at a thousand? Yes. Oh. Then I'm confused then. Yeah, it's a thousand. <laughs> well, there's different levels, but there's like other stuff, but you can get uh, more like monetized, like live stream stuff, less than a thousand subs, like super. Yeah, chat, I just hit that. All that stuff. Yeah. See, yeah. look, he's saying. Okay, so Bud Soda, yeah. that's for the first level. So I just hit that this week. The so, so Bud- 500 subs and then the 3,000 watch hours. Oh, I think that's what unlocks like super chats, yes. super yeah. thanks, but you can't super be monetized by, com- by commercials. No, Correct. not that 1,000 or more. Ads, yeah. Yeah. Now, does 500, can you still do, um, what is it, like memberships? Are they able to do that? Yes. Yeah. So then that, yeah. So there's a lot of different other ways to monetize, just not through ad revenue, basically. Oh, you can. Then why don't they just let you then? I mean, what's it would be to YouTube's benefit too if they're letting you do members and all that. It's the future. They want the future to be live. That's why. Exactly. The the future is live. Yeah. So that's why they brought that threshold down to exactly. You, entice people to do more live videos and get away from Twitch. And I remember when I was, I mean, my, my channel took a while to get it to 1k. And I remember that, what was it? 500 or something that like that milestone unlocked like a community post. That was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, yeah. you can community post now. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was huge though to me. I love that community tab. Yeah, no, I felt, that's what I'm saying. I felt like that was a milestone, but to be able to get super chats, memberships, at oh, 500, yeah, yeah. that's huge, dude. That's a lot yeah. to do now. Yeah, true, true. I mean, like that would get, that would really help you keep motivated. Because I mean, if, you, if you're going to be doing more lives and that's on more videos, I mean, it's a lot. It definitely helps you grow. It yeah. definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. So, so one thing I'm going to say though, and it might be, I don't know. YouTube might not really like it that much, but I actually mentioned it on um, Pedro's video yesterday when he mentioned that he was going to revamp the membership. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of um, programs, sites out there to create a membership that doesn't take a cut from what your members pay you. Mm. So... For anyone, because that's actually like one of my other businesses, a membership is going to be part of that. So for anyone that's thinking about they don't the take side, anything. No, like no, I, I got to tell anything. you, I, I started a members page here. Okay. But I kept it as basic as possible. I've already put out members only content. Um, but I also have a Patreon that I've had for a while where there is mm-hmm. content you've never seen here, but they only take like 7%. So I get 93. I mean, 
my point is, I guess I don't understand how you'd operate if you're tra- if you're doing the money transaction for free. Well, because there are like a monthly fee that you might have to pay. Oh, okay. Um, but depending on how many members you have, it could be worth it versus the thirty percent that uh, YouTube yeah, right, is right, in. Right. right. But well, this same thing is with also Patreon too, guys. Exactly. Exactly. Like Patreon doesn't have a monthly fee. It's just se- they take seven percent of whatever you're asking. And there's all kinds of features on Patreon too. They're pretty cool. They it's just, really here's are. my thing is that it's hard to get people on YouTube off YouTube. Yes. Like I've found that only, only like, you know, 10, 11 people have been like my Patreon people. I mean, it's really, it is that low because, and I, I know that, I mean, I'm already, you know, at like five members in here. And I've only had it going for like a week. So, I mean, people are going to be more, people just don't leave YouTube. That is one thing. When you have people on one platform, it's hard to get them off of that platform, no matter which platform it is. But just thought I'd throw throw it out there. There No, I mean, you're right. right. And the fact that, um, you know, like you said, I mean, look, guys, I mean, it's not, it's not a little cut. They take a lot. 30% is way too much. That's a lot. Way too much. It's a lot. And they um, know it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, but I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't, it's like, it's like not having DoorDash. You wouldn't know where to find all those customers. So without you too. Exactly. It's you like know. more of a volume game. They're saying you can get more there so they yeah. can take more of your cut. It's a Exactly. Habit. Yeah. And we don't um, pay for it. Right. So. No. So Chris Taylor, um, Cheyenne's link. And all of our links are in the show notes of any, whichever stream you're watching. Yeah. But whatever stream you're watching, it's in the show notes. So um, all of ours are you guys. So if you're watching on any channel, subscribe to all of us, except for Hannibal and Gary. Only subscribe to them when they're here. (laughs) Must be present to win. That's the rule. You got to be present to win. (laughs) That's hilarious. No, I'm kidding. You can. Go ahead. We like those guys. (laughs) Um, Gary, find your house if you're listening out there. Um, Make it by November first. Phone home. Et. Or November fourth. Yeah, we yeah we need you to have a home. But anyways. Oh, Bud uh, Soda definitely do a live stream then. Yeah, or Bud Soda community share like one of your best videos. You can even put a link to your best long to your longest video in here right now before we shut it down and let people click it and play as much as they can tonight. That should get you 40 hours. Do daily live streams. He has been doing more live streams. So he's been, he's, he's kind of doing his own thing with food fetched a little bit, came out of some Paraworks offers. He's kind of working directly with them now. So I was telling him, make sure you vlog it because that's going to be a big deal. Nobody does that yet. So you guys yeah, check yeah. out Bud Soda. Let's hope Bud Soda get there if he's only 200 watch hours away. Um, but that said, you guys uh, have a great night and uh, we will see you back here next week. Have a great night.